What's up guys, Rick here with your first look at the Masters pricing and just a little first thoughts, initial feedback. Uh, it's early. The plan is still on Monday of Masters week to release the DFS preview like I do each and every week, followed by betting previews, one and done, fades, sleepers, all that good stuff. There'll be plenty of content, but uh, with the salaries being released early, I at least wanted to start a bit on the research process. I couldn't resist making a video. I'll try to keep it shorter. I know I can be long-winded. I can get excited about this stuff, but um, first crack at the Masters coming at you right now. All right, the salaries have been loaded into rickrungood.com. There is a cheat sheet available on the site right now. Before we even get into anything, remember that Augusta National, uh, of all places where course history is important, it is probably more important here than it is anywhere else. Uh, the, the reasons for that, generally, year over year, it plays very, very similar in length and in style. Now, of course, there's a November Masters this year, so it'll play a little bit different. Much more on that uh, coming the week of the Masters as we get more reports from on from on site and as we get uh, better weather reports. Uh, but it's it's uh, not only does it play the same, but we get you know we get it every single year. It never changes. We have so much great history. The holes. I mean, it's just it's just great. So um, for me, not really being a course history guy, kind of have to change my thought process in that this year. Um, we'll get into course history in a second, but the, the five golfers over $10,000, Bryson, Justin Thomas, John Rom, Roy McElroy, Dustin Johnson, all certainly well deserve, uh, well deserved that, that, that price tag. Now, uh, it is a major championship. So what you see is the pricing being a little bit softer. Bryson DeChambeau is an eight to one favorite. Most other weeks might be closer to 12,000. You're going to see some really great options in the low eight, uh, middle of the seven K range because of the influx of the casual fan that's going to want to come in and play this week. They're going to want to make lineups with golfers that they know their name. The fact that it's only a 95 man field, uh, certainly goes a long way with the bottom of it being some amateurs and some past champions, you know, uh, knock on wood, most of these guys, uh, will make the cut for you, right? There'll be a couple of disasters like a Justin Rose last year, or like Jason day or Paul Casey, right? Where they eject on a hole and they miss the cut because of it. But, uh, for the most part, most of the big names are going to be making their appearance. Bryson DeChambeau. There's gonna be plenty to talk about Bryson DeChambeau this week. Um, you know, fool me once, Shame on shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. I thought his game couldn't translate to winged foot. I was wrong. I think that the softer it is, so if there is rain in the forecast uh, as we get closer, I think that is better for Bryson. Not only can he fly it further than everyone else, but um, with firm and fast screens, he's going to try to if he if he's going to try to hit those quarter three quarter wedges into green. Sometimes it's hard to get enough spin to make the ball stop. So I actually think the softer conditions are better for Bryson DeChambeau. We'll keep a close eye on that. First thought, Rory McIlroy, as much as I love him, as much as I love the narrative of uh, him completing the career grand slam uh, in a year where it moved to November, where he has told us, Hey, maybe I just need a bit of a change. Maybe I need to play this in November. 10,200. Unfortunately, is a bit too expensive for me. Now we'll see how his ownership comes in over the course of the of the next week and a half. Uh, but this is a concern. Uh, Ten thousand two hundred. The fact that DJ is cheaper. The fact that Brooks Kep or uh, uh, Xander Shoffley is cheaper. 
it's it's going to be difficult to roster a Roy McIlroy at ten thousand two hundred. You jump down into the nine thousand dollar range. You've got Tiger Woods in this range. You have Patrick Reed in this range. Um, conditions will also. Uh, greatly impact Webb Simpson, in my opinion. If we get a firmer, faster version of Augusta National, now I think Webb Simpson's much back, much more back in play. If we do get a wet, long, northern wind, this thing's just going to be an absolute monster. I have a bit of concern around Webb Simpson, who has a mixed bag of results at Augusta National. He's missed a couple of cuts, had a fifth-place finish last year. We know once he gets off the tee, he is arguably, and maybe not even arguably, the best player on, on tour, right, from approach around the green and putting. But I really need to make sure that this course is not going to be an animal, not going to be a beast before I invest in Webb Simpson. Um, as of right now, I think there's very little reason to play Tiger Woods. I think that he's going to get the Tiger Woods Masters defending champion bump. Uh, there's been pretty much little evidence over the course of the 2020 calendar year that his game is in shape. Uh, he's been putting very, very poorly. Um, I like Bubba Watson. $9,000, he's hitting it well from tee to green. We know that left-handed players have disproportionately won the Masters uh, more than they should. Phil's got, what, three? Bubba's got two. Mike Weir. Um, there there are a lot of anecdotes and reports and that, that the undulation, the contours around Augusta National benefit the left-handed golfer. Bubba uh, hitting it well from tee to green right now. If he can putt at all near field average, he probably puts himself in contention. Uh, but I imagine this section right here, Finau, Hideki, Wolf, Fleetwood even, but but really Tony Finau, um, you know, being a week and a half out, Tony Finau is probably going to be your most popular golfer. Uh, not only is it a great price, he's been playing well, he's trending. I know he, you know, hasn't won. I mean, Houston Open's still going on right now. He might, maybe he wins that. I don't know. I hope so. I hope so. Though I'd, I'd be a lot richer, uh, but we'll see. I, I think Tony Finau very much easily is... Um, is going to be the most popular golfer. I'm going to go to the course history page to kind of talk about some of these other guys here as we get a little bit lower. You know, Ricky Fowler at 8,100. Um, this is hard for me to get past recent form versus course history. But here's Ricky, who it's not been a good 2020 form. We well-documented swing changes. Uh, you look at what he's done here. Five of the last six years, he's finished inside the top 12. He finished second two years ago. He had a top 10 last year. He's only missed the cut once. Um, the the greens at Augusta National uh, are tricky, to say the least. They are subtle. They are difficult. Uh, really good putters. It's almost required here that you're a very good putter. Uh, Ricky Fowler is that. Uh, I know the early numbers in 2021 this season haven't necessarily... Uh, bared that out, but he is uh, one of the best golfers uh, on tour in the last, what, five or five or six years or so. There is a chance that guys in this 7K range down here, uh, depending on what happens at the Houston Open, become much more popular. Scotty Scheffler at 7,800. If you, if you insert, you know, Tony Finau is one of the most popular golfers on the slate, also expect Scotty Scheffler to be one of the most popular. Concerns about that? Uh, he's playing, playing the Masters for the first time. Now he just played, didn't he just play the PGA Championship for the first time and finished fourth. I mean, he's a big-time player. He has a ton of game. I think he's going to be incredibly popular, especially if he plays well at the Houston Open. I'm pointing over here. I don't know why I'm doing that because you don't know that there's a TV over there in which I'm watching this. So that's why I'm pointing over there. Um, going down the list, the bottom of the 9K range, this is this might be where 
GPPs are won and lost because all of these guys are pretty volatile, right? You know, you've got Lee Westwood who uh, coming in all over the world has had a lot of success, struggling a bit at the Houston Open right now. We'll see where he finishes. Uh, has played really well at Augusta National in the past. It's not a very long course. Again, could play longer this year. Um, someone like a Gary Woodland, you know, if this was... Uh, it's almost shocking to see Gary Woodland here. Uh, if this was six, eight months ago, um, you know, he'd probably be, he might be 9,300 instead of 7,300. The, the game has not been there. He hasn't played particularly well at Augusta. Going to be hard to back him in any, in any, you know, um, sizable way. Jason Kokrak is interesting. For as long as Jason Kokrak has been on the PGA Tour, um, this is going to be the first time he plays the Masters. Uh, and even $7,000, he is uh, longer than most people want to give him credit for. We just saw him win uh, a stacked field at what would that have been? CJ Cup uh, a handful of weeks ago. Uh, Jason Kokrak, very interesting at 7,000. And then you get under six on, under 7,000. And, and if you go way down to the bottom of this, you know, you have your past champions, you have your, uh, you know, a couple, I think there's some amateurs is in here. I mean, these are not guys that you that you think are really going to contend, but can they compete? Because these are the guys that are going to allow you to get Bryson DeChambeau into your lineup, Dustin Johnson into your lineup. And a couple of names that stand out uh, to me right off the bat, you know, Siwoo Kim. Um, uh, Siwoo is a, is a very good player around the greens. Um, he's finished in the top 25 in each of his last two starts here at Augusta National. Similar to what we're seeing at the Houston Open, uh, Augusta National has these collection areas, these shaved down areas, closely mown areas around the greens where getting up and down can become very difficult. Uh, Siwoo Kim, uh, fine around the greens, uh, very good around the greens, I'd actually even argue. Very much more volatile than a lot of these other guys down here, but Siwoo Kim playing well on a good stretch right now. Zach Johnson is another guy, obviously a Masters champion. He is probably playing the best golf right now that he has since he won the Masters. Maybe that's a bit of an exaggeration, but uh, his results have been a bit more all, all over the place, right? He's missed a handful of cuts in the last 10 years. Uh, he has the top 10. Obviously, that victory was 20... 2000, was it 2009? What was it? Immelman in 08. Was it Zach Johnson in 09? It was 07. So the year before uh, Immelman. So uh, then, then you start looking down here, and I, and I do think there are... I mean, these are guys we talk about a lot, right? Sebastian Munoz, 6,700. Lonto Griffin back down below 7,000. He's 6,600. Corey Connors, we're going to see what he does in Houston. Uh, I thought that he was starting to turn the corner a little bit. Those are the guys that I think can play really well and, 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 and uh, I don't want to say make your lineups, but really improve your lineups in a significant way. Uh, Jimmy Walker, for whatever reason, will continue to get uh, – I, I know why. It's, it's six straight starts of – uh, making the cut, a couple of top 20s in there. I don't think I'll be in on Jimmy Walker. I've got probably 10 days to figure that out. Certainly can't imagine it. And then you start to get down into the bottom range of the $6,000, which is probably a bunch of guys that I'm not particularly interested in rostering. Um, also, Trevor Immel Immelman is not playing. Confirms that with with Mark. Uh, he's on the call. So there will be a little red O coming next to his name shortly. But yeah, otherwise... Uh, I think I think that uh, usually major championships uh, kind of allow you to um, play a more balanced build because the pricing is so much softer. You can usually get a lot of really good names in there. Uh, but I would argue that maybe the Masters more than any other major uh, might you might want to take on a star a, a bit more of a stars and scrubs type approach because of the elite course history rolling year over year. So we're gonna dive 
way deeper into this. There's going to be so much content this week uh, on the Rick Run Good YouTube channel, on CBS Sports for the First Cut podcast. Uh, any, I'll be everywhere during Masters week. Uh, so there's plenty more to talk about, but I just I was just staring at the salaries and wanted to, to get something out there, start the conversation, see if we can pick out a few names to keep an eye on over the course of the next week or so. So there you go. Masters first look. Uh, let me know what you think. Tweet me at Rick Rungood. Leave a comment below. Best of luck. See ya.